I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. One, two, clean. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to Crying in Public. In a heat wave. R.I.P. to the old theme song. Yeah. R.I.P. What old theme song? The old theme song that we had for the podcast. It was like, why why did she break up with me? Why isn't he answering? Oh, I forgot about that. It was very like She got a facelift. She did. She had a really big uh, BBL. Yeah. BBL. Okay. BBL, why is that? Like, every time I open my phone, the first thing I see is something on BBL. I don't know. Good for them. Guys, Sydney got eyelash extensions today. She looks really I did. pretty. I fell asleep. I don't really know how because my eyes were literally open. And I started snoring. I woke myself up. <laughs> that That's was, that so was super funny, cute. Fun. Because did your technician, was your technician like, huh? Or could you not see? She did not say a word. Really? I literally went, <sighs> and woke up. And I was like, I was next to people, so it's kind of like, oh shit. But, guys, I don't know what it is. We're in another heat wave. I don't know why we only record on heat wave days. It's not cute. It's because we had that little hurricane in Florida, so we're like mm-hmm. getting the rain from it. Um, and I'm it just isn't. confused because whenever like it rains, I feel like it should be colder because everyone else should be cold because rain makes people cold because water makes people cold. And when you get wet, you get cold. That was the same thing, but just I just said it 90 different ways. I think you'd be a great scientist. Guys, yesterday, Sarah, <laughs> yeah. we were planning our like dream trip. We're not going on it yet. We just like we're just talking about where we want to go. Like once we like get money, get money and graduate and have like a free summer. 
before we start like grad school careers, whatever. And I was, we were like talking about countries we want to go to, what countries we want to go to. I'm working so hard on getting over my fucking speech impediment. I don't know where it came from, but it's there. Or <laughs> um, I just skip words. So Sarah, I was like, we should go to Ireland. And Sarah goes, wait, Ireland's not in Europe. And the look I gave her. I can't believe I said that. I don't know what I was also, thinking. Also, our waitress restaurant, our, the waiter at this restaurant was so undeniably beautiful. Like, it wasn't even like objectifying him. I just couldn't. He was like art. He was like a work of art. He was a masterpiece. Like, I was I was objectifying respectively. And Sarah double dog dared me to leave my phone number on the receipt. And, like, I don't stand down from a dare, obviously. So I left my number. And he texted no, me today. No, you didn't tell the whole goddamn story. What did you do? How did you position the fucking okay. number? She thinks that <laughs> the reason why this happened is because when I wrote my number, I slid the receipt back to her side of the table just because, I don't know. And <laughs> then the guy texted me today and was like, hey, Sarah, I hope I see you soon. And I was kind of like, I could ruin his dreams and be like, actually, I'm the other one. <laughs> but then I do not, I have no plausible deniability to say that he wasn't into me. Should I text him and be like, oh my God, I see the other one, but like, what, what would I even say? Because that's like, it shouldn't be embarrassing. He it's not just, embarrassing, he, but he the text like he is going to be embarrassing. Yeah. No, I kind of want to be embarrassed though because like sometimes I need like to be humbled. <laughs> I am humbled daily with my love life, but oh. I think just to make it like hurt a little bit extra, I should text him. We're going to text him right now. Which text him say? right now. Be like, this is the other one. Not can never go back there ever again. If we ever get him as a waiter again, I will personally jump off the ledge of that restaurant. <laughs> no, because... It's a two-story restaurant. I'll really dive into the middle of it. No, because, like, we could just leave it. And then we can keep going back there. Because think about it. If you text him and it's awkward, it's going to be more awkward going back there. But if he thinks that I just never texted back... But what if over. it's meant to be? <laughs> then text him. He also spelled your name wrong. And was he even, okay, I'm, he literally said, hey, Sarah, this is blank from blank. Was very nice to meet you. I hope to see you soon, smiley face. He didn't even say, I'm nice to meet you both. Rude. He, he really assumed and ran with it. Wow, I'm assume, ugly. The wow, receipt he just, was on my side of the he table. He just called me ugly. He did not he call called you me ugly. ugly. If I Google translated this, it would say, you're <laughs> ugly. You're, wow. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm going to text him back. I'm going to text him back. Do it, but... If you're listening to this, which you obviously are, what? If you, <laughs> dear people who are listening, please DM like the Instagram, uh, which is like, you know, Sydney usually like runs point on the Instagram. So DM us and tell us if you think Sydney's right about this because she's not. She slid the receipt over to my side of the table. So of course he was going to think it was me. Like she literally went and. But how did he remember? No, in his head. Also, how did he know your name? Because like, we told him our names. We introduced ourselves. Oh, yeah. Just got there. I said Cindy. He goes, oh, yeah, Cindy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sarah? Cindy. <laughs> People mistake your name for Cindy all the time instead Cindy. of Sydney. Why? Why? Why in this economy would I be named Cindy? If your name is Cindy, I'm sorry, girl. That's probably really cute on you, but it doesn't give what it's giving me. Just spell my name wrong so you can't find me. Wait, did you text him? Oh, my God, you're going to. I'm going to text. Guys, I just texted him back. I will update you guys next episode if my dreams are literally crushed. He's an iPhone. That's hot. Can you show me? I hate myself. He's going to be like, oh, the ugly one? Blocked. 
Watch him block me. This is cute though. This is no, you didn't. This was a really, really nice way of saying like. I said, ha ha ha. It's actually the ugly one. Thank you. This is not what you said. Okay. Well, anyway, she goes. No, she goes. Ha ha ha. This was actually the other girl at the table, Sydney. But was nice meeting you. We both love the restaurant. It was really cute. Maybe maybe we're just not meant to be. Speaking of really hot older waiters, today's topic, my favorite topic, my life's purpose age gaps it's actually gotten to a point where when i open my tiktok 99 percent of the videos are either you know a grandma cooking a baby rolling around or an age gap and it's a guy that's like really salt hot and, pepper, and old dill. Yes. Mm, salt shaker and yeah because if you guys don't know at this point i typically only date guys that are older than me mr medium was older than me um and for the first time ever, I like someone my own age, which is mad weird. Usually the requirement, like when I had Bumble and when I had Tinder, I set the age like uh, minimum to like 23, 24, because I need them to be older than me. But um, yeah, so we're talking about everything age gaps from how old is too old, what's like a weird, like what's, what's too much like in between your ages, like how many years, when you should start dating people that are older than you, like what age is comfortable, is it cute? Is it not cute? Is it just a trend because of TikTok? Or like, is this going to be something that like we see? And also the reverse. We always talk about like young girl, old guy. What about like old girl, young guy? The whole sugar daddy vibes. Because as we all know, not only is this podcast about advice and friendship and sex and boys, it's also about what TV shows we're watching at the time and we ramble about them for 20 minutes. So, ba-ba, welcome to TV show corner. Uh, thank you, my favorite murder, for the reference. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm... They're gonna come and collect their check from you soon. <laughs> I know. Karen and Georgia, please don't. Like, I give you credit and I love you. Anyway, uh, so... I'm watching Desperate Housewives right now, per Sydney's recommendation. When she first told me about Desperate Housewives, I was like, where is that in New Jersey? Is it in California? Like, I don't know where that is. And she's like, no, it's not a reality TV show. It's literally like Sex in the City meets Big Little Lies. So, of course, sparked my attention right away because two of my favorite TV show series. Sorry, Sydney and I took a break to see how we looked like giving head on camera. That was the worst <laughs> phrasing of that that you could have possibly used. I did not mean it like that. You explain it. Yes. Okay. So I was taking a Snapchat to see what my eyelashes look like because I accidentally just pulled one out. And I was like, wait, this is what I look like from that position. And so I was like, wait, I want to look. Bro, I look like a fish with a big forehead. Oh, my God. Okay, our neighbors are probably can hear us right now. They're probably like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> but whatever Sarah just phrased it as, it's I don't know what she was talking about. I'm so sorry. But anyway, so I'm watching Desperate Housewives. Literally love it. And in the first season, like not to, you know, spoiler alert, mini spoiler alert. But if you got through the first season, it's not a spoiler alert at all. Mrs. Solis is like dating this 18-year-old. Or now 18. When she first started dating him, he was like 17. And I'm like, hmm, statutory. Cute. Anyway. He's John Tucker. Yeah. From John Tucker Must Die. We need to watch that movie still. Yeah, we do. I we haven't seen it. So I feel like that's really interesting because, like, I feel like the TV show phrased it as such kind of, like, a normal, innocent thing. But, like, it's literally statutory. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, when we were all watching the TV show for the first time when we were younger, we were probably like, oh, my God. But it's, like, like um... Mrs. It's portrayed as, like, the pool boy fantasy, yeah. you know? And that's one thing, though, because, like, girls obviously get slack when it's they're dating older guys because... This is, okay, this is one topic of conversation. I love it. Is that if you are in your early 20s and you're dating a man who is over the age of 35, if you go out together, especially if it's like a 10 or more year age gap and he shows his age or you look young, 
it's kind of like a sugar die situation. You're like, like you're gold digging or you just yeah. want to like or if he pays or for you. Yeah. yeah. Like literally trophy wife type thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the stigma with girls. However, you rarely ever see women date really younger guys unless they're famous, at least from my point of view. But I feel like it's always the, oh, she's a rich divorcee mom and he's a pool boy. I feel like that's the stereotype with that. But like my my dad and my stepmom are 21 years apart. And I don't think really, you can really tell when you see them. And like my mom and dad were 11 years apart. So I feel like I grew up around age gaps. So it's not very weird to me. Because like I started dating someone who is four and a half years older than me. And it wasn't ever weird because I've been around it for so long, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to take my antibiotic. Um, so like, are, your, are your parents age gap? Five years. Yeah. So, I mean, they don't have an extreme age gap, but I definitely, like, they are the classic stereotype where my dad is the quote-unquote breadwinner <clears throat> of the family, and my mom had a job before she had children, but, like, immediately gave up her job to take care of me and especially like being the only child she put all her attention on me and just completely like sacrificed everything else which I'll eternally grateful for I'm obviously not trying to like stereotype my parents but like it goes both ways like what a lot of people don't understand is like even if you do have an age gap and even if women want to stay home and like you shouldn't stereotype women for that but you also shouldn't expect women to stay home if that's like that's like the point I'm trying to make especially if they're younger I think because like our parents' generations, generations before that, it was customary to have a pretty large age gap. By large, I mean it's weird to date someone or marry someone your own age. It's usually like the girl is five or more years younger, just because there was a very long time period, like the boomers, where women didn't work and then were the breadwinner, women stayed home. So you wanted to find someone who was financially stable so you would naturally date older. So I think it's natural that all of our parents seemingly have age gaps yeah but for some reason now men are so weird about i think because women are now working and stuff like that and men are maturing at a very 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 slow rate like they're hitting 30 and not having their shit together not even financially i mean like in their heads like understanding how to treat human beings is that now age gaps are weird it's like whoa i'm five years older than you like are you sure you can handle me like baby you have the mind I love 15 year old. Yes, I can handle you. It's like babysitting. Yes, I can handle you. Also, because women mature faster than men. So yeah. when women date older men, it's like you're dating someone on your same maturity level. So I hate when men, especially like older men that I've gone out with, especially on first dates. I'm like, this is not a topic of first date conversation. Like, yeah. how dare you honestly bring every this up first on date, first date? Every first date. Whenever they're like three or more years older than me, or even like two years older than me, you're like, oh, and so did you be? I'm like, no, we're the same maturity level. Yeah. I'm more mature than you even now, and you're two years older than me. And the thing is, like, they're literally two or three years older. Like, in those two or three years, what was the difference? You learned your words faster than I did. And yeah. even then, probably not, baby. No. But it's like, Every first date I've gone on, just actually all of them, with guys who are older than me. And by older, I mean, like, 23 to 26 mm-hmm. is usually, like, the range. They, every first date was, this is so weird. Like, you're just so young. It's so weird. Like, you're literally a fetus. You're, you're literally like, child. Like, shut up. Number one, that's weird that you'd bring that up and then have sex with me. But also, like, mm-hmm. don't need to mention it at all. But I went on one date with a 29-year-old. Mm, he was beautiful. He was the first guy I dated that was older that did not mention age whatsoever. I brought it up. I was like, are you, sh- like, are you cool with this? He was like, yeah, you're mature. Like, I don't have a problem with it at all. And I was like, I respect that. Because bringing it up and then, oh, okay. 
my problem is they don't bring it up to address it as like an actual issue they bring it up to say oh my god you're just so young and i'm like so mature and i have a job with money yeah like or they'll emphasize like even if they don't say it they'll say it they'll just be like oh my god i just got back from my nine to five are you still dorming yeah like like how's how's college life i forgot about that they're just doing it to like lower you in their mind to make Mm -hmm. you seem younger to be condescending and be patronizing i feel like they only do it to try and raise their own like confidence to be like oh i'm the man I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This one time, which is hilarious, I went on a date with this one guy who didn't bring it up and I was so excited. And then at the end of the date, as he was walking me home, which is a very charming thing to do, we were getting along so great. It was the guy with the nice. list. And lists were cute. Yeah, it was a little like slight lisp and like there's nothing wrong with lisps or whatever. And it was really cute and he was really handsome, whatever. <clears throat> he was also in finance. So, er, and anyway, he was walking me home, which I was like loving it for. And then I bring up, as he's dropping me off at the door, because we've been chatting for like 10 minutes, I'm like, we're talking about age. Like, we're literally on the discussion. And I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, because he was literally 28. I'm like, are you sure that, like, this is fine with me only being, like, huh, like 19? Was I 18 or 19? I don't know. But I was, like, a full 9 or 10 years younger. So I was like, are you sure with, are you, like, are you okay with me being 18 or 19, whatever I said? And his face falls and he makes eye contact with me and he's like don't don't bring it up I don't want to talk about it I was like are you sure because I just want to make sure you're okay like I'm not trying to start a conversation he was like no like I don't know and then he never texted me back and I was like whoa like what'd you think like what'd you think I was gonna magically grow six years before we met like I don't understand he was literally like he told me he was like stop talking about it and I was like well well, okay like sorry I was so uh concerned just because I was like of course the first guy who never brings up age it's too weird and out by it. it. Yeah. yeah. Weird. But also, 
in my past relationship or my last relationship, we were four and a half to five years apart. Yeah. But um, obviously, even in the not being like as long or as serious as it was, but the sole pro- issue that we had that he hated discussing and whenever we discussed it became a fight was our four four year age gap to the point where he was like, I don't even meet my family. I don't even meet my friends. I don't want you to have that place in my life because I'm embarrassed that you're that young. And I'm like, number one, when you are old and wrinkly and literally crusting at the seams, and I, because black don't crack, baby. Mm-mm. When I am looking young and vivacious and bountiful, and all of your friends and their crusty ass wives are literally in their wheelchairs and I'm flopping around my double Ds, you're gonna wish that you had shown me off when you were younger. Yeah. So, and honestly, I'm very mature. I work, I have my shit, I own a business, we own a business. Like, I feel like I am financially, like, independent. Like, I feel, I feel like I'm also very mature just because of, like, how I grew up. Where I feel like I was forced to grow up at a very young age, which I think a lot of black women are. It's a whole other conversation. So I feel like I'm dating someone my own age. In many ways, I'm more mature than he is. Like, sometimes I'm like, you need to go get it fixed. But I feel like that's just an excuse that men use because they, I don't know if they're scared of something. They just don't want to commit. They want to commit to men and it has nothing to do with age. So I hate that that's always the excuse, you Mm -hmm. know? But that became a big problem for me. Because, like, it wasn't a problem for me, but for him it was, like, the end-all, be-all. But then he would go date girls on Bumble who were 18, meanwhile I'm 21. So I was like, you know what? Well, so you know age isn't a factor. It's not not about, it's just a way that he can kind of, like, have the superiority over you. It was an excuse. It was an excuse. Yeah. But then they like being older because they can be like, you're just too young to understand. Like, no, you just don't make any sense, you know? Exactly. I really hate that, especially if it's something about like common sense. You know what I mean? Is if it, and it's like, you don't think I have the same experience? Different conversation, but like my parents pull the shit on me all the time. They're like, we have more experience than you do in life in general, so we know more about like any given situation. And I'm like, well, that's definitely true about a lot of stuff, but like you can't just say that you're older so you know more about a situation that's very specific to me. And you also have to remember, especially like dear boomers, dear late millennials, like this is to you, uh, Gen Z, like this is a completely different time now. So if Gen Z number one is in an argument with Gen Z number two about something on social media, late boomer or late millennials and boomers can't really speak on that you know what I mean age doesn't always mean everything it's ageism and it's really annoying especially in New York City like I hate to say this because I love this city but like I feel like a lot of people specifically in this city use age as a way to like you know kind of like patronize demean and like get power over especially somebody else. men like especially with jobs like oh you're just so young I'm like I might be young but like, I've had more work experience than you've had in the last 10 years you know in like a month let me go off on this Uh, We did not talk about, like, girl-on-girl age gaps because coming from someone who was in a sorority, literally hated my life. The president, like, not the last president because I really liked her, but, like, the president when I first joined and, like, even just, like, the whole board. Like, not even just the president because I actually kind of like both of them, but, like, the entire board of, I don't even know what it's called anymore, like, the official name of it. Executive or something? Yes, thank you, exec board. They were all so power-hungry. And I was like, understand, this is not a state school. Yeah. We are not a crazy, like, pride sorority group because if we were that would mean hazing and that would mean irresponsibility and that would mean all of these other things that I'm I'm proud to be a part of an organization that's not that so why are you a girl who's literally a year older than me if that like 
a you a, a girl in a grade above me why are you coming at me and cocking your head and calling me honey and sweetie and being like oh you know like I believe bark at them. You're not your points. You need more points. I'm like, shut up. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. you, you, it's a privilege to be here. You guys know that, right? It's a little pout and baby talk. I'm like, I'm like I hate more than baby talk. When I hear people like, ooh, when I hear couples that are like, I'm like, I will throw up on your face. Yeah. But um, I think that some sororities think that they're literally sovereign states. Mm-hmm. Like, you are not a government. Like, you are not the president of the world. Calm down. Baby, sweetie, honey. That's why I didn't join sororities. Some are good. Some sororities are very good, like sisterhoods. Yeah. But I've heard so many horror stories. So I didn't join one. Because if someone came like that, I would stand up in that meeting and be like, "Girl, can you please be quiet?" And they would kick me out. So I wish I didn't join one. It was a waste of my money. We have a new sorority called Crying in Public. Yeah. <laughs> join. Um. Yeah. But okay. Next topic. <laughs> Great transition, Sydney. Um. What is your like limit? Like when you, in terms of dating. Is there something that's too old or a guy that's like, would you date? Okay, okay. In terms of legality, 18 to 100 years old. Like, what is too young and what is too old? Like, what's your parameters and when you're comfortable with dating? Is it, is it like the person or is it like you have set boundaries about it? Um, when I was 18, you literally could not tell me limits. Like, three years ago, even though it seems so like, close or no even though it seems so far away it was actually really close but that's hard for me to believe because I was being so irresponsible I was hanging with like all the wrong crowds like you know how one person can have like several friend groups every single one of those friend groups I had were like really bad people so to that tune when I was 18 I went like up and down the scale with like how much was my limit like when I was in high school I was like I would never sleep with anybody and then when I moved to New York I was like I would never sleep with anybody over the age of 102 so uh, you could not tell me limits this one time I went to like an event this like event and I met this guy and he looked like he was in his early 30s and he was really really cute I thought but we're also talking Sarah cute not like general cute Ooh, baby sometimes your taste I'm like girly are you sure uh, we like hit it off and we were talking and it was really awesome we ended up sleeping together that same night and he told me he was uh, an actor so I was like oh have I seen you in anything and he was like but then we never we dropped it and we just kind of like continued took I don't know what we were doing but so I went home that night and I looked him up Turns out he has a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a profile and a reputation online. Uh, but even worse than that, I look at his age and it is just simply, simply not thirty. It is simply way above thirty. He really tried it. <laughs> he did, and he 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 won. He did it. He got it. Flaunt it. But I was. 18 like what if I was 17 or 16 like he doesn't know I feel like guys like they're like well I want some hot okay that's the weird thing though it's yeah. like guys in their 20s are like ew you're too young then the 40 year olds are like oh my god you're the ripe age of 18 I can okay 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 yeah obviously there's problems with the 25 year olds being like oh my god you're just so young mm-hmm. because obviously it's like patronizing but there is on the flip side there is a very very big issue that is not discussed I think enough with men who are like in their 40s or 50s dating girls who are 18 scott disick is what i'm talking about men of that age and older who are dating like very very young freshly off the market 18 year old girls fresh off the press 18 year old girls because in their minds these narcissistic men think that these girls are so young that they're impressionable meaning that their first wife Kathy G, who was the perfect Brie Vander, whatever her name, Vanderwood? 
Vanderbree Van Vanderkamp. Yes. Perfect if you watch Kiss Her Housewives. I knew you'd get that. Like the perfect housewife, but obviously she has her own shit and she's just an age dude, so you can't have that little patronizing effect over her. Mm-hmm. But these young girls, you can mold them into the kind of girl that you want. You know, you can mold them into your side hoe, mold them into the girl that comes to you, and you can manipulate her into like being basically your little thing to play Lap your little dog, play thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is so creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, is that his name? He's an actor. I don't know. His mom's friend, he was like, what, 15 or 12 or something like that when they met. Yeah. And now they're married, and mm-hmm. she's like 50-something. Imagine, like, you marrying one of your dad's friends. Ew. Where are you? If as his parents, I would be like, why were you preying on my son when he was 12? Some big age gaps do work just because, like, you have that mutual respect, understanding, and maybe you do have, you're an old soul or you're a young soul and you just, like, meet somewhere in the middle. But there are so many circumstances where it's literally a system of manipulation. And that's where I think people don't talk about it enough. And obviously, it doesn't apply to everyone. But there's a very big question mark in my head on that. Because, like, you as a nasty, wrinkly, old, literally dog man trying to impress yourself on young girls aka scott disick girls that are literally turning 18 right now i think it's mad weird it is and also you know a really big part of that is you don't know when they were younger like just because they're making it public doesn't mean that nothing was happening before exactly. they were of legal age also speaking of like tv publicized situations i was watching this tv show the other day with pony and i forget what it was called but we're watching this thing and it was like this it was in fucking like Utah or something. And this 60-year-old guy was dating some 14-year-old. And it was, it was televised. And I was like, what? first of all, why isn't this guy in jail? But second of all, I think they were part of an organization. I don't like know if it was a religion or, or a cult. Like, I don't know what it was. Or not even a religion. Like, I don't know if they were part of a certain way of life that let them do that and found a loophole in the law. But she was pregnant. And it, it's all so weird to me. It's I don't know. Like, shit. I'm never trying to judge people. But oh, like, no, I'm that judging deserves judging. Bit. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's pedophilia. Yeah. Like, if you're attracted to 14-year-olds and you're a 30-year-old man, something is wrong with your brain. But two, like, cases that are, like, being talked about a lot right now in terms of pop culture, one is Mr. Drake Bell from Drake and Josh. He has ruined that show for me permanently. Um, actually, three, actually. One is Drake Bell, who is now being indicted. He just pleaded guilty mm-hmm. to sending inappropriate material, in quotes, you know what I mean, Yeah. to a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he's married with a kid. And he's, what, 30-something? Why in your literal adult brain are you fantasizing about a 15-year-old? Actually, four examples. Number two, Anthony Weiner, the senator who's sending news to a 14-year-old. You have a wife who is... Huma is beautiful, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two... She's gorgeous. Like, if she could get cheated on, Ill. I'm... Number three, uh, what's that girl that sings all them TikTok songs? Olivia Rodrigo. She just turned 18 within the last couple of months, and she's dating a 24-year-old. But they've been seen together. He's known her since... She was like, what, 16, 15? Mm-hmm. I think that's weird that you wait until she was 18 and start dating her. That's kind of nasty. So weird. And also it makes you wonder if there was stuff going on before then. Exactly. And then also Mr. Puck from Glee, who got caught with all that kitty porn. Ew. Mm-mm. Something about like, I don't know. It makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And by little, I mean a lot. Like yeah. if you're preying on people like waiting until they turn to legal age, I feel like that's a little weird, a little nasty. I agree. Like if you meet them when they're 18 and like it's a... A mutual respect thing that's one thing if you're waiting till the day to turn 18 to like snatch them up ew 
After I watched, speaking of, you know, really serious situations, I watched the Epstein documentary and after I finished watching that, I lost faith in all of the justice system. I was like, if someone like Epstein can run a literal pedophile island. Yeah. And there was this tweet that me and Pony were talking about. He was like, <laughs> the tweet. The tweet was like, uh, "We live in a world where Bill Cosby can get out scot free." Is it the Britney Spears tweet? Yeah. Okay, I have. Okay, I get what they were trying to do with that, yeah. but that has nothing to do with each other whatsoever. It like doesn't. one is literally a financial conservatorship, mental health, and mm-hmm. one is about sex. Like I get what they're trying to do, but mm-hmm. like the cases, never one have different facts and are in no way in the same realm of law. Mm-hmm. Like get that they're saying that like men get away with things women can't. But also Britney Spears wasn't sexually assaulting people. Like mm-hmm. that's not even the same comparable. But tweet went viral, so I mean Yeah. No, yeah. I thought it was like a nice way to reach people who don't know a lot about either situation and just to garner support behind the right person in general. But also then that brings in deceit and ethics, so I'm not even gonna go there. But what I'm trying to say is like it's crazy to me how celebrities can like pay off X, Y, and Z to do whatever they want because he had that island for how long? Like literally his whole life. And even his wife was involved and she's still off scot-free and it literally makes no sense. And it's crazy that we can have a president, if I may just be like a super big liberal snowflake for a second, if it's crazy to me that we can have a president who endorsed someone who ran a pedophile island and, oh, I don't know, took several private trips to the island. To me, it's so obvious but to other people, I guess not. I.e. the most important people in government, so. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. We literally, we really went from talking about our experiences to literally talking about pedophilia. I know. Okay, wait. Oh, yeah. The question was, what was your parameters now? I don't oh, know how we now. got off, off this. Well, 
I am in a very committed relationship, so technically the right answer is my parameters are people who are bored on Other than that, I don't know. I feel like if I were single right now, I wouldn't go um, – I don't know. I, I I would date a 30-year-old. Probably not above 30, though. Yeah, I think 21 to 29 is my parameters at the moment. Because, like, I would not date a guy younger than me. Like, the person I like now is a month older than me. I was kind of like... <laughs> I would never date a guy, like, a full year younger yeah, than me. Yeah, in a grade like younger, that. I would not. Absolutely not. But maybe when I get older... Yeah. Like, maybe maybe... Like, okay, in a hypothetical situation, if I was single and 27, which I really hope I'm not single and 27, I hope I'm still dating Pony. I will still be dating Pony, manifesting it. But if I was single and, like, 27, I would date, like, a 25-year-old. Yeah. I feel like once you hit 22, or, no, once you hit 21, age doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. In term- okay, I'll see that if you're above 18, but, like, dating an older or younger in the difference, I don't think it really matters. They yeah. Reached, like, you could drink alcohol. You could date whoever you want. Yeah. I just don't think, like, there is anyone that special where, like, I I just sincerely don't believe this. Like, there's nobody that special that you have to be grooming when they're under 18. There's nobody that special. I'd be thinking about all the old men I would date, though. Mm. Like, I love me some uh, salt and pepper men. Like, Al Pacino in his younger days. Ew. In his younger days. Ew. No. Ew, Sarah. Ew, Sarah. I get it. Sometimes you'd be saying things and I'd be like, question mark. You have you never seen Al Pacino as a young man? Yeah, I've seen him as he was young. He looked just as bad he looked when he was older. He did not. Al Pacino, you you you're wrong. Look at this. That's him. That's him now. Okay, yes, we're talking about older men. Look at a picture of him. Oh yeah. Yeah, he looks like a bug. Oh yeah, I don't know why you were like, let's talk about older men. And I was like, young Al Pacino. Al Pacino, when he was younger with long hair, is... Fitz, Sorry, Fitz from Scandal. If he even looked at me, I'd marry him. I'd marry him in a heartbeat. Okay, yes. I'm going to George Clooney. I feel like every woman loves George Clooney. I don't really I get so it. Ugly. I think Amal Clooney is the real prize of that relationship. Yeah. Wait, I guys. Think... Waiter did not answer. What's your Sydney? Because I know you talked about one side of the spectrum, but you didn't talk about the other. Like, right now, what's the youngest you would date? Oh yeah, 21. Oh, okay. 21 to Oh, yeah, you did say that. You did yeah. say that. Sorry. Because I, I phrased it like I wouldn't date anybody older than 30, and you phrased it 21 to, yes. Yeah, like 30, I would date. Okay, well, thinking about this mm-hmm. is I have a very set timeline for, like, when I want to get married and have kids and stuff because, like, I'm trying to be as cute and young as possible, but I also want to be, like, an old-ass mother because, like, then PTA would be very awkward. You know, like, I want a squad. Like, big little lives without the murder and abuse. But... <laughs> Like, I want to get engaged when I'm, like, 26, 27. So I can't date someone who's 30 because then they'll be, like, 35 and, like, ill. But <laughs> there are literally people in my grade from high school getting engaged and married right now. I'm kind of like, I don't understand how no. or why. I feel like every time I open my phone, Sarah can attest to this. Someone from my high school is getting married. Every time I open my phone, I'm almost like, damn, how, ooh. How do you do that? There was this one day where, like, three couples from your high school got engaged in, in like, 24 hours. It was insane. It's like they're all in a competition or something. Like, you're all doing this to, like, make me feel some type of way, but, like, dang. Yeah. Know? Like, how dare you? <laughs> Honestly. Like, well, oh, my God. I cannot understand people who get married super, super young. Like, my parents did it, or at least my mom did it, because my dad was 26 and my mom was 21. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she got married the year you can drink like that's like me getting married this year i can do it my dad graduated college before my stepmom was born like he it would be my age now and she'd just be being born and they're married now 
that's weird but the good thing is it's like i've never felt weird about introducing like my ex to my parents Mm -hmm. because both of them had age gaps bigger than mine Mm -hmm. and they were younger they're the same age as me when they started dating x amount of years older so i never had a problem with it but for him his parents are the same exact age like high school sweethearts so he felt some way about it i think also because i was black but that's a whole other story so i mean age cap and black damn i know how to sell them (laughs) oh i can't i love fucked up family stories i think that's pretty much it this episode we're sorry it was a little short it just we can't i think no one knows because it ranged from like 45 to 60 literally no one cares i'm apologizing about something something no one gives a fuck about this is my apology video So you guys, make sure to listen to us or keep listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart. And you can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Crying a Public Podcast. We are coming with some really new exciting content soon. We are reaching a breaking point in our rebranding because when every company influencer small business rebrands they go through this really big push of rebranding then they lull and then they finish the rebranding we're going to be done soon and the finishing of the rebranding will include more tiktok videos and merch promos so we're really excited merch prototypes and we're going to make them public sometime very soon wait guys i really texted that waiter Bruh, he's not gonna, oh wait, I don't know what's worse. If he doesn't answer, if he doesn't, he's like, ill. Whatever, he can think, I, I have a fat way. ass, it's okay. The girl might suck by a fat ass. You should have okay. signed it Sydney, so he knew. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have texted. But, oh, so you wanted, so now you want, you have his number now. Yeah, he's, he's what are you talking about? He paused from him or he blocked me. He's not going to block you, he's Sydney. He's like, oh, I have a girlfriend. Sydney, you are a gorgeous, delicious, lovely person. He has his reads on. He, he has his reads on. Did he read it? Okay, he read it three minutes ago. Okay, give him a chance. Give him a chance. He has his red on. He knows he's hot. He knows he's hot. Oh my god, that really hurt. I wish I didn't see that. He's I could have so I could have gone with him. Like in my mind, I'd be like, oh, maybe he lost his phone and it dropped into a river, and he has to get a new number, and he couldn't get his old text back. I could have. I could have reasoned with that. But he read it three minutes ago and was like, "Yikes, ill." Wow. All day. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway. Funny. What did he respond? No, he just really read it and didn't respond. You oh, you're still you on. Wow. Wait. That he literally he literally just replied, "You're fucking ugly." He did not. Okay. Reply okay, but that. he read it. That's the same thing. He did not. No, it's not the you're same thing. You're telling me that man's sexy brain in four minutes <laughs> came up with a response? Ew. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Sit me out. I can't. Cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. Oh my God, stop. Do you know that fish hooks comment that's like... Girl, you can't bring out fish sorry, hooks when I want that. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's like, um, girl, you're crazy. You're uncultured. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I would do that. Okay, bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hold up. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.